Dr. John Raymond joins us live in the studio coming up here in about 10 minutes. Uh, But first, this is a very important story. It's about the Amber Alert system in Wisconsin. It's actually a national federal system, but it has failed families here in Wisconsin. And there is a move now, and it is headed up by uh, LaTanya Johnson, one of our state senators, to change it, not the Amber system, but to put a new system in place that would make it easier to help families who have a missing person. Senator Johnson is with us this afternoon. Thank you so much for being with us, Senator. Thank you so much for having me. Let's start with tell us what is broke with the current Amber system. So basically, the Amber system is basically for abductions. So if you don't have a vehicle description or a suspect description, your child does not qualify for an Amber Alert, which was what we saw in Milwaukee um, when Prince McCree went missing. Um, He was a five-year-old child, and he went missing, and Milwaukee Police Department tried on two separate occasions to have an Amber Alert issued, but because Prince... Um, we didn't have a vehicle description or a suspect description, then he was not eligible for an Amber Alert. Well, Tony, this seems like a major gap in the system, a system that's designed to keep people like John, myself, you alert and aware of our surroundings and things that we might see, right? We all have heard the screech on our phone and have paid attention to the bulletin. This seems like a big hole in the operation. It is because not only did we see it in Milwaukee with Prince, but we saw it um, around Chippewa Falls with Lily Peters. Um, That was another child where they tried to get an Amber Alert issued and they weren't able to because they didn't have any information regarding Lily's abduction. Because the majority of kids that come up missing, unless their abduction is witnessed, um, then you have absolutely no idea how that child came up missing, whether it's they accidentally wandered away from home or they were led away from home or from wherever they were by a stranger. And so that's something that we realized needed to be addressed because there are a whole slew of children out there that, you know, won't qualify for an Amber Alert. I believe since 2003, Um, there had only been 54 times um, that our state has seen an Amber Alert from 2003 to um, 2023. And that shows just how significant um, it is for a need for something else to um, help to complement the Amber Alert. That is stunning. That's, That's really stunning when you think only 54 times in 20 years Amber Alerts work because the ping is sent directly to your phone. We all get that. It reaches a lot more people. If police issue a critical missing alert, that doesn't have all of that automatic function that grabs all of our attention. Is that right? Correct. And not to mention, in each county, it's different. So in Milwaukee, our critical, we have something called critical missing, and it is it uses our broadcast system. So it's advertised on the radios, on our airwaves. Um, but if someone isn't in front of a radio or, or if they're not in front of a television, they're going to miss that information. We had individuals on our own block. I live five houses away from Prince McCree. There were individuals on our own block who went to bed that night that didn't even know that he was missing, that woke up that morning to find out that he was dead. And so that shows 
just how detrimental this bill is. This bill would basically unify um, the standards and the resources to meet the same qualifications throughout the entire state. So all of the kids, no matter where they are, would be eligible for um, basically a Prince Alert um, if the police deems that it's necessary. Now, the Department of Justice will still have the final decision because we want to make sure that the children who we are sending alerts out for actually are missing. Um, so they would still have that final determination. But this would actually unify the alert system across the state to make sure that regardless of where the child is from, they're getting the same resources um, to make sure that that child returns home safely. Senator Johnson, there's a lot of steps here, right? Step one is introducing the bill, and then step two is getting it through a variety of different hurdles. What's a reasonable time frame, if this were to get passed through, for it to be up and running? So right now we are up against the clock. Um, the, the bill closed at noon today. And so now we are rushing to get the bill assigned to a committee so we can have a hearing in both the assembly and in the Senate. We then have to get the bill to the floor in, in both the Senate and the assembly. Once it gets to the floor, if it's um, voted and approved on the floor, then it has to go to the governor's office for signage. And once it's signed into law, then it'll be up to the Department of Justice um, for its implementation. We're trying to make sure that we get it enacted this year because we know summer is coming. Kids are going to be out of school. And so we want to make sure that we have every precaution available to make sure that our most vulnerable um, if this tool is needed, that their families will have the resources to get their kids home. Wisconsin State Senator LaTanya Johnson, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for your work on behalf of our families. Thank you.